What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Britt, and welcome to the Tea on Crime. Just as a reminder before we get started today, the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are simply my own and are only presented to educate. I've linked my case sources for today's episode in the description below. Let's dive into this week's case, Charles Manson. America's killer was born November 12, 1934 in Cincinnati, Ohio, to an unmarried 16-year-old named Ada Kathleen Maddox. Let's get some information on Charles's mom. I think it's hard to tell his life story without his mother playing a huge role in this. I have to wonder if in the end, he had some kind of mother complex, thus creating the Manson family and his very unhealthy relationship with women. Let's dive into Ada, or more commonly known as Kathleen. Ada Kathleen Maddox was born January 11, 1918 in Moorhead, Kentucky, to Charles Miles Maddox and Nancy Lorraine Ingram. Kathleen, as she was known to her family and friends, had two older sisters, Glenna and Aileen, and an older brother, Luther. Her sister Aileen died at age 20 in 1933. Kathleen and her siblings had a typical 1920s, 1930s era. They grew up in a Kentucky working class family. Their upbringing was complete with their mother's staunch belief in the Nazarene church. This religion disapproved of movies, dancing, swearing, drinking alcohol, and fooling around with members of the opposite sex. You know, the kind of thing that just sends some people directly in the opposite direction. Kathleen and her brother Luther were two of those people. When Charles was born, he was first dubbed No Name Maddox, but within weeks he became known as Charles Miles Maddox. For a period after his birth, his mother Kathleen was married to a laborer named William Manson. Kathleen and William were married August 21, 1934 in Newport, Kentucky. Kathleen at the time lied about her age, saying that she was 21 years old when she was really 15. She would have been about six months pregnant at the time. Manson's biological father appears to have been Colonel Scott. It's reported that Charles never really knew his father. Manson's 1951 case file, coming after the seven months he would spend at a national training school for boys in Washington, D.C., alluded to the possibility that Colonel Scott was African-American. He is alleged to have been a colored cook with whom the boy's mother had been promiscuous at the time of her pregnancy. Manson was asked on the official records in 1971, to which he denied that his biological father had African-American ancestry. Can you imagine finding out that the boy that grew up to be Charles Manson was actually your son? I, I don't even know what that would feel like. That would be a huge realization. It's reported that Manson's mother was allegedly a heavy drinker. As told by a family member, she once sold her son for a pitcher of beer to a childless waitress. It was days later when his uncle arrived back to the bar to retrieve him. Can we just take a moment and think about that? Here's my kid. Let me have a pitcher of beer and you can keep him. I <laughs> Can we at least make sure she got a good beer though? This is where the story really gets interesting. I think this might be the moment that we're all going to have that aha moment of realizing that Charles Manson was probably doomed from the beginning. In Charleston, West Virginia, at a gas station in 1939, Manson's mother, Kathleen, and her brother, Luther, committed a robbery 
that would be forever known in history as the Ketchup Bottle Bandits. The chief scam would involve Kathleen flirting with men and luring them out onto the street from the gas station. Luther would beat them up and rob them. When Charles was just five, Kathleen and Luther held up a man that she had just met at a gas station using a salt-filled, you guessed it, ketchup bottle in lieu of a revolver. My question here is whose idea was this? I was trying to set the scene and I'm just curious. Who had the bright idea like, hey, we don't have a gun, but here's a ketchup bottle instead. Who thinks that? And to fill it with salt? They got away with a car and $27 before the police eventually caught up with them. $27 in today's money would be worth around $445. Kathleen got sentenced to five years and Charles was sent to live with relatives. In 1942, when Kathleen was paroled, she retrieved her son and took him to live in rundown motel rooms. Manson was later quoted saying, Her physical embrace of me on that day she returned from prison was my sole happy childhood memory. By age 12, Manson committed his first notable crime, stealing money from a grocery store. This was the first of several robberies that he would commit. Later, he was stealing many cars and carrying them across state lines, a federal crime that he first carried out at the age of 16. Meanwhile, he was also stealing mail, forging checks, and pimping out the women he dated. He sounds like a real winner, you guys. Eventually, after a string of crimes, Manson served several years in prison in California for violating his parole after he tried to cash a forged government check in 1959. Interestingly enough, being locked up gave Manson a certain sense of stability and the belonging that he had never had on the outside. Among all of the prison activities and clubs that he had been a part of during his stint, he also learned how to play the guitar. Thus began his obsession with music. In 1968, the year after Manson was released from prison, he set up shop in California and began building what would ultimately be seen as a cult, the Manson family. By all accounts, his unusual charm helped attract young loners, runaways, and girls like that into his orbit. As Manson once so poetically put to a friend in prison, I am a very positive force. I collect negatives. I would love to dive deep into the mind of Charles. Here he is telling someone in prison that he's the positive force and goes around collecting negatives. I would like to understand more of that warped perception that he clearly believed. Many of his followers were young, white, middle-class, educated women, many of which were feeling bored with their lives and isolated from their real families. Thus, the Manson family was born. As we all know, Manson would go on to do horrible things in this world and would make history as being one of the most notorious killers to have lived. In the end, Manson was convicted as being the brainwashing leader of the group and was found guilty of murder and sentenced to death. His death sentence was later overturned to life imprisonment after California abandoned capital punishment. Charles Manson would spend the remainder of his life behind bars before dying in prison on November 19th, 2017, at age 83. As for Kathleen, she died of a brain hemorrhage on July 31st, 1973, in Spokane, Washington. She was 55 years old when she died. All right, you guys, I just want to end the episode with a little tea time that I like to call, They Really Did That.
Each week, I'm going to bring you a story of some of the world's dumbest criminals and how they got caught. This week, for they really did that. A nameless thief in Portland, Oregon, executed the perfect robbery in 2013. Well, it was almost perfect. After going through every inch of the house he had broken into, opening all the drawers, and stealing everything of value he could find, making sure he didn't leave behind any fingerprints, he got thirsty. (laughs) He grabbed a container of orange juice that he found in the fridge, took a drink directly from it, and left it in the sink. The container was sent straight to the DNA testing unit at Oregon State Crime Lab, where forensic scientists found a match and the thief got caught. I couldn't make these things up even if I tried, you guys. I I don't know how stupid you have to be to get caught like that. That's all for today. Thanks for listening, you guys. Please remember, if you enjoyed the show, go follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook at Tea on Crime Podcast, as well as Instagram at Tea on Crime Podcast. You can also find some pictures on today's episode on both social media accounts. Please remember to share, rate, and subscribe. I'll be back with more tea for you next week.